This podcast is called Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest get some secrets off their chest. You should listen. It's the best. Hello and welcome to Obsessed with me, Joseph Scrimshaw. I'm sitting in my home with an awesome person, Alexis Doris. What up, what up? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Alexis, you and I met at After Buzz TV. Yeah. Uh, doing a show called Jedi Alliance. Oh my god. Which I love how that. we're also both wearing our Star Wars shirts. <laughs> it Not just planned. <laughs> yeah, I was wondering when you walked into the apartment if that nope. was a plan. If I went that was... into work this way, and this is just how I am today. <laughs> I am wearing the uh, t-shirt for my own podcast mm-hmm. about Star Wars yeah. in my own home. So I'm basically advertising to myself when There's I look in the mirror. Remember to do your own podcast. <laughs> Remember to support your own podcast. You never know. What if you get like delivery and someone's like, "Hey, I really like your shirt." Like, "Oh, it's my show." You know, it's just easy. Just easy throw. It out there, propaganda. What? <laughs> so, uh, so we met doing Jedi Lines, and mm-hmm. that was at uh, After Buzz TV, and that was just sort of a general, hey, let's talk about Star Wars. But a lot of what After Buzz does is talk about shows like immediately after they've been broadcast, pretty much, right? Yeah, or like maybe like a day or two after. Yeah, I know that for a few of my shows, I usually have to do it like twenty four like hours after, or sometimes like literally like. 30 minutes after. And how many different shows have you done? Because you you have done a lot at the network over the last couple years, right? How how long is this podcast? How much time do we have? (laughs) Um, I know that because I've been at After Buzz for about, it will be my fourth, maybe my fifth year there. Wow. Yeah, I know it's weird. Um, That I think in total, I think I've done 10 shows there. Oh, maybe, wow. Maybe 11, okay. I think. Yeah. And they kind of run the gamut. Like, you have a lot yeah. of different geek interests, obviously. Oh. Star Wars. Yes, uh, is definitely one of them. <laughs> Star Wars is definitely one of them. Let me but see. Have you done, like, the CW shows? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, um, definitely. Uh, I've also guest hosted on a few CW shows, definitely. Okay. Um, but, yeah, it usually ranges anywhere between uh, crime shows so like castle um and now lethal weapon which is a huge show which i actually really really love because i love the movies oh and i was like oh god this show's gonna suck (laughs) but (laughs) it's actually really freaking good and i love it so much um and definitely a lot of anime as your um old co-host mark donica is um a very good friend of mine like we talk about anime all the time which anime show are you working or have you worked on there um i think i've done attack on titan okay um and then we just finished uh, Voltron, Legendary Defender, the the new one for Netflix, and I guess it's considered anime animation kind of. It's kind <laughs> it's of like a controversy, kind of like, right? Yeah, kind of you know, because like with um, with Avatar, like yeah. you know, or the Last Airbender, that's also kind of in the middle. It's like Western, yeah, anime. So like, so it's the same anime animation studio that does okay. Voltron. So I kind of put it in the mix and sure. things like that, but. Um, and then we did Yuri on Ice with Mark Donica. That was a very interesting one because it's an ice skating anime. So it was really funny. No superpowers, just ice skating? Just ice skating. Just really intense <laughs> ice skating. <laughs> um, and then we didn't do an after show for it. We thought about it, but it was another one called, um, oh gosh, I forgot what it was called now. Uh, uh, Steve on sledding? Nice. <laughs> uh, no, I think it was. It had to do with like a, a typical like Japanese school. It has to do with this girl who's trying to, oh my gosh, Mark's gonna kill me because he also wanted to be on this after show but uh if i find it i'll tweet it out later okay. but yeah it was it that's mostly where my range is and then video games sometimes again with mark donica we do a lot of stuff together yeah, yeah mark's a great guy yeah, 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 yeah. so d- does it make you enjoy shows more knowing that you're immediately gonna have a place to talk about them and because it's youtube mm-hmm. the the views in general are are good mm-hmm. for after buzz right and you get a yeah. lot of like 
you get to be a part of community immediately. Do you, does that make you enjoy a show more when you're sitting on your couch and you know within 24 hours I'm going to be able to say out loud to other humans the things <laughs> I'm screaming at my television right now? I think there's one show for sure. Well, no, two. There's two shows I know for sure, which is the one that we're going to talk about today. Yeah. And another one that I actually got into, which is literally the girl version of the show. Okay. Um, which is on the sci-fi network called Winona Earp. And the fans of that show are insane in a good way <laughs> and they're just I, really intense right? yeah and the fact that i can watch i i got into the show really late so when i found it on netflix i was like hey everyone tells me because i love this show i'm gonna love winona earp and i should watch it as soon as i tweeted that out i haven't even started the show yet I got like 152 likes, like 80 retweets, Damn. and then a bunch of comments going, oh, you're going to love it. Oh my God, I'm so glad you're doing this. And I was like, and I've never heard of these people before. And they're like, please live tweet. And I was like, uh, okay. okay. And just, I started live tweeting like the first season. And then uh, Yale Teagle, who also goes to After Buzz, she was like, I do the after show for that. You need to be on that. And I was like, oh, okay. And I, <laughs> I fell in love with the show and what it stands for. And it was, it's huge. And it yeah. has... Um, a pretty huge topic where it has a lesbian couple on there and it like poof, right it just, the representation is part of the popularity because people are hungry yeah. for it right yeah exactly and the fact that it's a positive uh, yeah. presentation and also because the fact that there was a lot of drama a couple of years ago with like killing lesbian characters at one point they didn't do that here so and they're both very strong females yeah so it's it's a huge staple in society right now so of course as soon as like one like another person's into it like the entire fan base will like pull you in yeah and it's great that's so, so cool. It, mm-hmm. I just find it fascinating to live in a time now when people are so excited about right? television shows and that the community of them is almost as important as the thing itself. Yeah. And like I said, it's the first time where it was like immediate. Like, you know, like obviously you can meet like Friends fans or Seinfeld, you know, fans or things yeah. like that. But it's kind of like sporadic. Like, oh, yeah, I love that, too. And then you kind of just slowly start a relationship. No, like this... Like, they're like an infection. Like, they just kind of grab you and they're like, you're going to love us. And I'm like, okay, all right. (laughs) I plan to have a cold someday later. Now you will. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Well, let's talk about your obsession, which is right in the pocket of what we're talking about. It is CW's Supernatural, right? Oh, buddy. (laughs) I have been in it for the 13 seasons it's been running. (laughs) So that is my first question uh, is, well, actually, first, can you just give a brief overview of what it is? Because I read the whole Wikipedia page. Yeah. I have seen commercials for Supernatural. Yeah. Never watched a single episode of Supernatural. So for okay. noobs, what is it? <laughs> so if you love the whole like kind of like Brothers Grimm kind of thing, where like um, you like to see like monsters of the week, but you get to see people like kind of diving into it. So it's two brothers who uh, are in a family of, of this <clears throat> job called hunters, where they pretty much hunt the supernatural. Okay. You know, roll credits. Um, and. <laughs> And pretty much they just, they hunt the bad things, try to save people, like that's like their job. And pretty much they've been doing that for 13 seasons. (laughs) No joke. But the cool thing is the fact that they have, like, obviously like most seasons you'll find like an overlaying plot. And then they'll stick with that, but then they throw in Monsters of the Week, like, with with a main story. Okay, so it mm-hmm. is like X-Files, except for yes. it is much more heavy on the continuing mm-hmm. story than it is the Monster of the Week. Yes. Yeah, and that's actually funny because I think somebody who is either a screenwriter or someone who worked on X-Files worked on Supernatural. Okay. And then they passed away. So they kind of continued still through that legacy with that oh, guy. I can't nice. remember his name off the top of my head. but Okay. Yeah, and actually one of the leads, um, Jared Padalecki, who plays Sam, he's a huge X-Files fan. So right. he like signed on to this show immediately with CW. You brought it up. 
Now, Sam, whose brother on the show is Dean, right? Yes. Played Dean in Gilmore Girls, right? Yeah. How so, funny, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that, I mean, that's really why I noticed the commercials, because I was like, yeah. oh, whatever happened to Dean? Oh, he's, he's been on monsters. a show for a decade. <laughs> what an idiot I am. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So 13 years. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I feel like it's obviously got a huge fan base. It's obviously very successful to stay oh on. God. They have their own con. They have their own con, so very successful. But I feel like in the general cultural conversation, mm-hmm. when people talk about like peak television is insane time for television, Mad Men, Breaking Bad, yeah, blah, blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. It doesn't really get brought up as this shining pillar Mm-mm. of community uh, and, and success of television. But it's been on for 13 years. I think it's one of those that, okay, Supernatural fans don't hate me. <laughs> <laughs> I love this show. It has been a huge part of my life. Again, that's 13 years of my life. So yeah. you did start. That's how you, yeah, see, you just like, sat down and watched this show first night? Yeah, I mean, like, I I watched it, but I didn't know what was happening, and I was like, nah, I'd rather watch Buffy, I'm good. <laughs> but when I, when I was in college, and Netflix was kind of slowly coming out at this point in time, they were like, hey, you like Buffy, this and this and this, you're gonna love Supernatural, and I was like, nobody watches this show, I'm not gonna watch it. Yeah. But I had a roommate who was like, oh my god, have you not seen two hot men killing monsters, you need to watch this. I was like, alright, fine. And no, of course, it been called that. Yeah. yeah, no, that's exactly what it is. And so, but I mean, the writing is really, really good. I've always, um, I've been a fan of Eric Kripke when he moved on from Supernatural and did other and things as well. Is he the show creator? Yeah. Okay. Like the showrunner, and then I think okay. he became executive producer because he had a plan of he only wanted to do, I think, three seasons at first, and he said, nope, never mind, I'll do five. And then he just left because he's like, I don't want to continue. But of course, oh, okay. corporate everything's like, no, this is a money. gold mine. Give us more money. Um, <laughs> but but yeah, so I love this show so much. But there's definitely, it's definitely not a shining light in like great television. Like okay. I will say that because some of the, the writing, at least now, is like really like just pulling for, you know, straws at this point. But, okay. I love it because of the fact that we've been with them for so long that we've seen them grow as characters and we've lost really good characters. I mean, I'm not going to get into who's, who's dead. Yeah. But like, <laughs> but the fact that I've been attached to a lot of these characters now, I want to see where their character moves on in the story. Right. For me, at least. And then Monsters of the Week is just more of just like, oh, they did that in this season at this episode. That was really cool. I'm really glad they brought them back. Like that kind of thing. It's kind of like a weird yeah. nostalgia. Yeah, so could the show get atrociously bad? Like, just unspeakably bad? Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah, I think it was season six. All of season six was horrible. Like, how (laughs) I tell people, if you're going to watch this, and if you're like, like, oh my God, Alexis is horrible, I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. One through five, skip six. Do seven, uh, maybe eight and nine. Maybe don't do 10 and then do 11 and on. But you watch all of them because at I, this point, it's investment, right? It's sort of I like can't. return on your, your time. Like yeah. you think of time like money. Like yeah. it's a limited resource. You've given them this much time. I'm going to watch point, it. You want to keep going, right? <laughs> yeah, because I also want to see I also want to see the boys, which is what we refer them to, the brothers, the boys. Um, I just want to see what kind of trouble they get into because at this rate, it's they kind of switch off. Okay. Every, every Supernatural fan knows that every time the season finale comes, one of the brothers dies okay so they switch off sometimes sam does it sometimes dean does it so i'm always like who's gonna die this this season i want to i just want to know and then they bring them back for whatever reason like sam lost his soul and dean is now a dad it's weird and then just like threw a bunch of stuff in there so i'm always just like i just want to see what happens they just do mystical crazy shit yeah they literally die i know they die a lot because i've just seen that joke yeah they literally die every season every season wow yeah 
every mm-hmm. season. <laughs> Re- like from the beginning, they've died. There's been a total of thirteen mm-hmm. guy de- yep. boy deaths. Yep. The boys have died. Yeah, the boys have died. One of the boys have died. Yeah, thirteen. Or times. like something has happened to them where they either disappear or like I said, like okay. Sam lost his soul, so he's kind of dead at that point because he like has no moral context or, yeah. or or. You know what I mean? Um, and I'm just like waving my hands around. Um, but you know what I mean? Like moral arc and yeah. the fact that he's just like causing chaos. He has no empathy. Like it was it was weird to see because he's supposed to be kind of like the heart of the show. Yeah. So you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> That's a weird experiment. What if we take the heart of this show away? And just uh, and just kill it. Yeah. But obviously it didn't last that long. It lasted like maybe four or five episodes. And we just kind of like, oh, okay, we're back. All right, cool. <laughs> so next monster of the week is a, is a you know, is a werewolf. Great. Cool. Nice. And then nice. we just kind of go back to normal. <laughs> <laughs> so I understand why you would stick with it. You yeah. like enough of it. You've uh, uh, made this commitment. But what first hooked you when your your roommate said, "Check out two hot men killing <laughs> monsters"? What made you go, "Yeah, this"? And what you say about Buffy? Like it's obviously got some DNA with Buffy, yeah. so that might be a hurdle for some people. Of like, prove to me you're not just shitty oh, Buffy. It's it's tough because in the beginning I was really excited because the first season when I got to watch it, it was like nails on a chalkboard for a little bit because it just felt really slow okay but at the same time when i found out like i did research i was like okay where did the supernatural thing happen who writes it who does this and that and i found out that like their budget was like two hundred thousand dollars and like and the fact that they had um they had graphics that like really freaked you out like i had nightmares from Mm. the first season because it was so gritty and so like hey we're under budget but we're gonna scare the crap out of you kind of stuff and i liked that i mean i don't do horror but like supernatural is like my cap like i can't go any i can't go past that (laughs) like it's weird so i was sitting there going guys i don't want to watch something really scary buffy's one thing but like supernatural you're seeing like spiders come out of people's mouths like it's it's, like gross out stuff yeah like there's gross out stuff there's but i think that's the one thing that got me was that they did their research like they did stuff on sirens and you find out it's not like oh it's this beautiful mermaid who's like you know here to like no that thing's (laughs) here to suck your soul out and it looks like a demon like it's really cool it goes into a little bit of like uh like i said like uh uh i'm trying to think um I wanted to say Wolverine. I'm like, no, werewolf. Um, <laughs> werewolves. And like, and it, and it brings up all the classic monsters, but they get to dive into it a little bit more. They go into Greek mythology. And it just, it really educates you. Because at first you're like, oh my God, this is really scary. But I want to learn more about Siren. So you can like look it up. And they were always on point. And I think that's the one thing I love about this show is their information is always correct. It doesn't go like super far-fetched. Okay, yeah. So it's yeah. when I was reading the Wikipedia page, mm-hmm. uh, they were talking about how much the show creator was interested in mm-hmm. urban myth. Yeah. And like getting down, that would suggest to me that you get down to the reason of why humans at some point made up sirens. Like what fears yeah. did they have mm-hmm. that would cause them to say, we want to create this symbol of this specific exactly. cultural fear. Yeah, like, like our vampires, I mean, technically teenagers probably like, after us know the sparkly vampires but like (laughs) we actually get to see these type of vampires who are and i love it because they get both sides you either get the vampires who are obviously really terrible and they want to kill people and things like that but you also have vampires who are just trying to live yeah and they don't want to be killed by these hunters that are just finding whatever is unnatural or supernatural and then killing them do they just kill whatever is is that a fear have we seen the boys just kill some good vampires yeah and they and it was a story of how like dean who's supposed to be like this hard you know he's supposed to be like the han solo of the group he's like shoot first ask questions later kind of (laughs) guy yeah and and he sat there and he's like no they're vampires i'm gonna kill them and sam's like no this she just wants to just live her life she's not even you know getting blood from humans she's getting them from cows or pigs or whatever like she's trying to be a normal person as much as she can yeah so you get to kind of make that discussion of like 
do you actually just kill every monster you see or do you actually have to consider that these people might be human to you yeah so it was really cool i really that's the one thing again or not a one thing but one of the many things that i love about the show is it kind of it brings up discussion of like what would you do in this situation if you were a hunter okay so it does have like some like Mm -hmm. little morality tales yeah i mean they even start getting like really into like christianity and stuff like that because we get angels and demons in i think season four and are they pretty heavy-handed about like these are the demons and angels Mm -hmm. from Mm -hmm. bible lore Mm -hmm. and they and they bring it up and they and they kind of like go back and forth about it because like they they bring up stuff from like the quran they bring stuff from the bible they bring stuff up from you know from irish tales and things like that okay cool they they, they don't stick to the usual classic monsters. They start to branch out, like I said, with like Greek mythology and stuff like that. But we have an, um, <laughs> oh boy. So there's well, obviously because it is TV, they tend to kind of twerk, not twerk, whoa, tweak, <laughs> tweak. Oh my gosh. That's tweak. a different kind of vampire. I mean, yeah, yeah. That's the next weird... generation's vampire will be that's the probably twerking vampire. Yeah, twerking vampires with sparkles. Just like, oh. <laughs> um, but no, but these, this not this season, but I think two seasons ago, we had to deal with God who... It's weird because his name is Chuck because he's using a vessel whose name is Chuck and he's like trying to be like, oh, I'm, I'm God, but you know, finger guns. Okay, I'm cool. so I'm cool God. Yeah, you know. Ugh. But he <laughs> so, is actually the yeah, God, he has the all, Christian God. Yeah, and he talks about, like, they bring up stuff. They're like, how is this guy God? And, you know, he used to smite people or whatever. And he's like, I did, but I was trying to teach people lessons. Like, it, like he, <laughs> it brings up, it brings like a character of like what you would do if, let's say, God was in plaid and you just wanted to talk to him. Like it was Okay, cool. They kind of were able for you to understand, like, okay, he also has to deal with all these terrible things, but he also wants to be human and be loved normally. Like, you know, and the fact that he even brings up like some people might be right here, some people might be right there. It's more of just I'm here. Like there was a lot of discussion, which I loved. And then in that season, I think it was season eleven. They said, oh, God has a sister. And I was like, okay, wait a minute. (laughs) Supernatural, you're getting really weird now. And then we had to deal with the fact that he like, kind of like in Greek mythology where he had to like put them, put him in the ground and imprison him because he, she wanted power and to take over being God. And so she was, she escaped and was causing havoc all over the place. Like it was insane. Okay. And then now we're in this season, we're dealing with kind of like the Antichrist a little bit. So, and it's called a Nephilim and it's. It's a whole different level of, oh, oh yeah. my God. <laughs> There's a lot to explore there. So, yeah. okay, that makes a lot of sense to me mm-hmm. that they handle the monsters in mm-hmm. like interesting and thoughtful ways. So I can yeah. see how you're there for the monsters. Yeah. How much are you there for Sam and Dean? Like if it suddenly, <laughs> if they had a season where like, we killed all, all the, the monsters. monsters in America, all the super, and we, now it's just a drama. We're just getting day jobs. Would you stick with it if it was just Sam and Dean uh, being the boys? I would actually watch probably a little bit of that season because I want to see them try to get a normal job. <laughs> okay. Like, just like, oh, I work at a diner or I work at FedEx. Like, I would yeah. just love to Maybe see Maybe they moved that. to Riverdale. Yeah, yeah. I would just love to see him being like, and we've done that before where we've had them have to go undercover and have to be like a PE coach or something. Okay. Or, because their usual cover to get onto crime scenes and stuff when things are happening, they always pretend that they're the FBI. Okay. So they're not cops, but they're like a level above so that they get a little bit more stuff. But there's a lot, a lot of things that I'm like, this is very illegal. <laughs> like, you shouldn't be doing this. <laughs> and the fact that they have to dig up graves all the time, too. And I'm like, how do you go into a town, say you're FBI, and then just start digging up graves? Yeah. I don't understand how this is fine. But I love it because I think it was season three. There was an actual FBI like um, agent who was like, somebody's impersonating us. 
and I need to know why. And they like bring up all the cases from season one and two, follow them, and even tried to arrest them. Oh wow, that's but cool. Th- because there was a bigger plot happening there, they're like, "We need your help to do it." And they're like, "Okay, this is really dumb because we're arresting you after, but we'll save the world first kind of thing." So, okay. Yeah, I wouldn't mind seeing what would happen. And we had moments where like there, Sam was gone. There was no more monsters happening at the time, so Dean became. Uh, a, like he fell in love and became a, a dad. And was that interesting or were you like, it was, oh God, get back to the monsters? It, it was. I mean, I don't think every fan was on top of that. I didn't mind it because it was really cool to see Dean in more of a soft element. And okay. I was like, good, good for you. But at the same time, because he's been hunting since he was 13, you can see that sometimes he gets kind of skittish. And I was yeah. like, okay, so we are going to be dealing with that for a little bit. And we go through like anxiety and depression and like... So you had like hunter PTSD. Yeah. That's and awesome. it was pretty rough for him. And then Sam came back again with no soul. And it just really, <laughs> it kind of drew him back in. He had to deal with somebody who could erase memories. So he erased the memories of like his love and and had to move on and be single again with okay. his brother. Cool. Yeah. So you do actually like the characters of the brothers. Yeah. You're talking a little bit more about Dean. Do you like Sam? Okay. Okay, here we go. All, All right. right. Pull up pull up a beer. Um <laughs> Sam is a great character. I think that he has However. Yeah, I know. He's he's really smart and I love the fact that he likes to take both sides. I really love that about him. But because he's so trusting of people, he gets in trouble a lot. And okay. he ends up doing stupid things. For example, we had this guy who uh tried to kill their mother. And they were like, okay. And he came back for some odd reason. Yeah. So Dean's like, no, I don't trust you. Get rid of him. And Sam's like, well, can we just, can we just hear him out? Okay, Dean, I just want to, I just want to talk to him. And he's like, fine, but I'm going to tie him up if you're going to talk to him. And so Dean leaves as, as he's interrogating him. And then Sam comes into the room. They're talking. And then the guy who's supposedly a prisoner is walking around with a sandwich in his hand. And he's like, why is he not tied up? And Sam's like, I didn't want to leave him in there. I mean, I just want to. You know, there's no bathroom in there. And Dean's like, what? 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 And he ends up betraying them anyway in the end of the episode. So of I was course. like, Sam. So, like, there's a lot of moments like that where I'm like, I love you. You're a great person and you really keep Dean in check, but I need you to just be a normal human being and have like spidey senses and just go, yeah. oh my God, this is a really terrible idea. Is it? fun irritating when yes. it's been 13 years yes. and sam is still not tying up murders yeah, there are t- or is it like maddening like this is bad writing like no, sam no, would have no. learned he would have changed no 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 no. it's more along the lines of they switch because like dean also has his flaws even though he's my favorite like he's very hard-headed so obviously he goes in guns blazing and doesn't really think about the consequences and also because of the fact that he's like oh, i don't have emotion i'm a man kind of thing <laughs> that he tends to make things worse with his mouth or or he rushes into something and then he ruins it for somebody then sam gets hurt and then he goes sort of but like and he gets like really upset and i'm like this is <laughs> like so it's one of those like you know that these characters can do better but they choose not to in whatever episode that you're watching and you're right. just like you're better than this and but it makes me excited because i go okay if they don't resolve it I, by the next episode i swear i'm gonna stop watching okay they were really close this time i'm gonna keep watching oh i finished the season okay well i'm glad that we resolved that um <laughs> Okay, next season. <laughs> so if you could hang out with one or the other of them in real life, like uh, it's one thing to watch them on screen and say, oh, that's, that's the one I prefer to watch. But if you were just like going to go hang out, do something fun with Sam or Dean, which one would you choose? Dean, for Dean. sure. What, yeah. And what, what would you do? Would you go to like Disneyland? Huh? Would you have him on an I after wish. show? <laughs> um, I definitely, well, his favorite thing is to uh, drink hunt and uh women and as a bisexual i love all those things (laughs) but no i definitely would like to like 
because he loves billiards. I would love to be in a bar, and especially because they stick in like the Midwest in okay. the show. They don't really venture out to like L.A. or New York or anything. They're kind of like I think their home state is Kansas, so okay. they kind of stay within the like Wisconsin, Kansas, like that area. Um, that I would love to see because I've never been there. It'd be like, oh, show me like where your favorite bar is and like where do you, would you like to go? And they all and I love how like this show doesn't show like oh. They don't have money, or they have money, like, an unlimited amount of money, and they can stay wherever they want. I'm like, no, they stay in, like, really crappy hotels, like motels. Because they, like, wander, right? Yeah. They don't have a, like, base? They don't have a Sam no. and Dean cave? I mean, they do now. Okay. But in the, in, from seasons, like, one through, like, seven, they were mostly just staying. I mean, they still kind of do sometimes, but they're staying in motels the entire time. And, like, okay. really gross or really tacky motels that go to like a dive bar and then they get and all they eat is like junk food and that's it and it's so it's so to me it's kind of realistic of like hunting is not you're not getting money for that right. so wherever you're getting money from is probably from doing something on the side or make doing a favor or whatever okay and and you don't and it's not a lot because then you'd be staying at nicer places instead of being in this hall. and i love it because the attention to detail with the crew too like the paint's really bright on one side but it's really dingy on the other the oh nice bathroom's really gross and like you know you don't you never really see them sleep you know kind of thing it's really cool cool um but yeah i definitely would hang out with dean because he just seems like he'd be more fun um, I would definitely want to play a game of pool. Okay, again. so you're in a Midwestern bar, mm-hmm. which I have been in. Uh, I'm from the Midwest. I've been yeah. in many Midwestern bars. Oh, nice. In small town bars. Yeah. That there is that very specific vibe. That yes. you, and you do see it on television a lot, and mm-hmm. it's fairly accurate. Oh, is it? <laughs> oh, that was actually going to be my question. A lot question. of wood, a <laughs> lot of lining Kugel beer signs yeah. on the wall. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you know, some people who look like they spend most of their life there, and yeah. other people, sometimes like families eating really greasy burgers. Yeah. All that stuff. Yeah. So if you are in this small Midwestern bar, you're playing pool with <laughs> Dean, uh-huh. would you want him to be on his best behavior or would you want him to start some sort of fight? Uh, if he starts some fight, I'm jumping in. <laughs> like with a pool <laughs> stick, like ready to go. I think like my my husband will definitely tell anybody I'm like the first person to brawl if something goes down. <laughs> really? Yeah. I think I, as a person who's done martial arts all, like all their life, okay. I've always been very good about like being self-disciplined and obviously knowing that, you know, uh, trying to fight is not the uh, the way you should try to defuse the fight as yeah. much as you can. But deep down, I'm always like, mm, I would love to get into a Jackie Chan fight just once. Just <laughs> once. I, I just want to see. And it's, and it's technically happened to me a couple of times in, in bars in San Francisco being a female. Where just, somebody's just pushed too far and you've, uh, yep, you've done some martial arts? I mean, nothing nothing crazy. It's not like I'm throwing a glass up in the air and, like, you know, round, like, roadhouse kicking it somewhere. Um, but definitely... Oh, that's a great image, though. <laughs> Thank you. This is the first move they teach you in martial arts. Oh, yeah. Throw the beer mug in the air. And then try to, you know... Roundhouse kick it across the room. Across the room and right on someone's face. Like, Kingsman, very close. Yeah. Um, try to lodge a piece of glass in their eye. So they need an eye patch. Yeah, no, it's pretty great. Um, and then they become Nick Fury. Um, but... But no, I feel like I've always, I've only done it twice in, in, in real life where, um, like I said, like a female friend of mine, we were hanging out and some guy was being too pushy because he was drunk. Yeah. And I told him like, you know, don't put your hands on her. He continued and I had to, you know, disarm him. Not, not completely his arm. Just, <laughs> just like get him off of you her. You just like did a little twist and a yeah. push kind of thing? Is yeah, what you're, that was you're, it. Okay. Yeah, that was literally it. Nothing too crazy. I think I've only thrown a punch once and that was actually at a friend of mine because he was being a drunk 
drink. Okay. Yeah, but never to like a stranger. But I feel like because I've watched Dean do it so much, I'm like, oh, I would just love just once. <laughs> just just give me one. Is I'll that... even hold you back if you want. <laughs> is that? Do you think your uh, your martial arts abilities? Do you think that is part of the reason that you enjoy watching a show that is about hunting? I mean, like a lot of shows are about legitimate yeah. use of violence. Yeah, uh, I mean... because people are are trying to stop a truly bad thing. But mm-hmm. that sounds like that's what this show is they're especially, hunters yeah especially because the fact that they're not very good fighters <laughs> and they show it you know because the fact that they've never had like training training like enough to be a brawler yeah but not enough for it to be like substantial which i believe they had i can't remember what season it was but i think there was one person where they were like are we dealing with ninjas right now and it was just like watching their butts getting kicked all the okay. time it was beautiful <laughs> and i love it because every time they get into a fight they eventually win sometimes but they still have to go through that whole, like, you know, being thrown up against the wall or being punched a couple times, and, like, they have to fight through it. But it shows that they they clearly are determined to get over that evil, so they'll push as much as they can. So, okay. Yeah, they're more weapon experts than they are fisticuffs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. And that they, makes sense. <laughs> yeah, it does, absolutely. Uh, so, that, yeah, that gives me a better understanding of your relationship with the boys. Mm-hmm. And you talked about being frightened of some of the monsters oh, and having a low... I mean, that's awful. amazing that you have a... It sounds like you have a pretty high real-life terror yep. threshold because you mm-hmm. can just, like, step in and disarm people. Yeah. Uh, but the monsters sound like they maybe creep you out? Oh, my God, they're awful. What I is mean, the, what's the scariest monster to you that you saw on Supernatural? Oh, that's tough. Um, I would... Actually, it wasn't really a monster. It was dolls. I don't do Ooh. I don't do dolls. Like <laughs> that's not a thing. <laughs> um, and it's funny because actually the humans are the scariest sometimes on the show because they okay. don't understand, so they immediately want to get rid of it, but in a very terrible way. And I love that Sam and Dean bring that up. They're like, I've seen some scary stuff. I've seen, you know, vampires killing people. I've seen, you know. Like actual like hellhounds rip hellhounds is another one, okay. but like hellhounds like ripping people apart and you can't see them, so you just see a body being ripped apart in wow. air. Cool. Um, <laughs> and he's like, but I will never understand like racism, or I will never okay. understand like you know the typical person who just sees something different and it immediately is like offended and wants to hurt them. Like I love that about like certain episodes. They don't touch on it very often yeah. because there's. Way more important things happening, you know, saving the world and stuff. Are they hard on the Midwest in that way? Sometimes, yeah. Like, it does come up because we definitely... That's the other thing I love about Supernatural also. Even though we are in the Midwest, there is a lot of color in the show. Okay. So it's, and they're always playing some sort of really important role or they're just important, period. So, yeah. like, we have, like, right now, the person who is death on the show is a beautiful black woman. And she is the one, like, walks around with a scythe, but she's got, like, she's curvy and, like, everything. And she's just like, yeah, you're going to tell me everything because you're going to die in a few hours, okay? And her name's, like, Billy, and she's she used to be a reaper, but now she's become death, and it's really cool. Um, and we had a guy who was, like, the best hunter of all time. He's black. And um, and then we've actually had a few monsters where it mixes between, like, some are Latina, some are okay. black, some are, yeah, so it was really cool. Um, but, yeah, hellhounds, because you can't see them. You just see eyes, like, red eyes. Oh, scary. And you see from, like, that perspective, it's, like, kind of dark and tinted, and they run up to you, and then you just hear screaming and then just hearing like like flesh ripping and then the dolls because 
they're just really freaky. What do the dolls do besides just sit there being creepy? Or is that it? <laughs> I mean, besides them being creepy, yes. But um, if they're being possessed by a ghost, they usually can harm you and kill you in some sort of okay. way. Um, definitely a lot of the ghost stories in the show is pretty creepy because, like I said, they usually either try to possess you or they possess something to kill you. Yeah. And you don't see it coming. <laughs> um, and I can't. they're called shapeshifters where they can um, shapeshift into anybody. But in order for them to, like change their skin yeah. they actually have to take off that skin so you okay. get to see it and it's just like well yeah that's real gross yeah so those <laughs> those top three for sure so the dolls just because like they're really tiny and they kind of just pop up everywhere um well we've had killer clowns too and things like that um the did clowns scare you as much as the dolls or is clowns just like eh been there done that no, I've seen enough killer clowns that I, I can mean, handle it I don't like clowns in general but there were definitely way more scarier things happening okay. on the show that I can they only have done clowns I think twice so <laughs> in I'm okay twice in 13 years it's pretty I impressive know. yeah I know so and I, and I think it's the cool thing is if they are going to repeat something it has to be a big deal yeah. for them to repeat it so okay yeah so you said you don't like horror in general nope Mm-mm. but this show is so much about horror, and you are kind of rattling off in, in almost a vibrant, fun tone. Like, okay, and then the shapeshifters rip off their skin. You get to see it. Yeah. Has this show helped you with whatever is... I mean, it would make sense to me since it's a show about explaining mm-hmm. and dealing with horror. Yeah. It's not like a horror movie where, well, Jason murders everyone at the camp, and there's nothing you can do about it. No yeah. one ever really understands the rules. Yeah, I definitely don't mind certain horror movies. I think I'm more of a psychological horror kind of person where I want to see, like, the thought process of, like, how that works. Yeah. And I feel like that's more scary to get into someone's mind and mess with them that way. Okay. I'm not a fan of, like, the Saw movies. Like, I don't do gore very well. I'm very squeamish, um, which is saying something because a lot of the time in Supernatural, I'm like, oh, my eyes. Um, <laughs> but, and then obviously Killer Clowns, I can't, I just, I can't. It is just, nope. Did um, you see it? Yep. My grandfather's like, oh, it's a clown. Okay, we should watch it. <laughs> and I was, like, five or six years oh, old. Oh, the original one. You yep, saw it on with television. with Tim Curry. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, we watched it. And then my mom was so mad because I wouldn't sleep. And she goes, and she goes, we have to take her to a birthday party tomorrow. There's going to be a clown there. And this is all your fault. My grandpa's like, I thought it was, I saw a clown. I thought it was like a kid's movie. I didn't really, I didn't know. And did he, why did, did he watch the whole thing with you? It's, it was over yep. two nights. Uh, no, it was, it wasn't over two nights. It was like, he started watching it. It seemed fine. And he was like, huh, this does not seem like a child's movie, but I didn't okay. want to turn it off because I, I'm one of those people that I would rather finish a whole movie right. and just suffer through it, even if it's terrible or scary or whatever. Um, I just I like wa- the thought of anyone's grandpa watching that basically first scene where Pennywise gets yep. the kid down the, the sewer and it's like, yeah. hey, I'm not sure if this is a yeah, comedy he, or not, but I'll keep trying. I mean, I'll I see will, where it goes. I will give him the benefit of the doubt because he's he's uh, Filipino. He's, okay. He just came to America in the 70s, probably didn't understand what was going on. Okay. So he was like, oh, yeah, it seems, oh. Oh, 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 okay, all right, too much. <laughs> that would be a weird thing, because I, I don't un- understand mm-hmm. how far out of American mm-hmm. obsession with killer clowns, if that yeah. has translated. Not... Obviously, America is kind of culturally puts their yeah. their, their print on everything, yeah. but yeah, that's an interesting thing to yeah, think of if you a... came here and like didn't know that America has suddenly become real crazy for murder clowns. <laughs> yep, especially because he, he didn't really understand, because he's one of those guys that watches like mostly military movies, okay. and like, you know, he loves thriller movies, like suspense like that's usually how he describes all the movies like oh it's very suspenseful like it was that's just like how he he likes his movies and so for him horror movies are not a thing and and it doesn't like scare him he's just like oh 
oh, that's terrible. You know, like, that's, like, his reaction to everything. So when he, he didn't realize, like, he's like, oh, you know, she's five. She won't remember that. And it's completely with me for the rest of my life now because I hate clowns. <laughs> Do you, is it experiences like that that made you not like horror? Uh, stuff like that, yeah. And, and also because of the fact that um, a lot of my friends are into horror, which is great, but they're one of those... Back in high school, it was one of those things like, oh, we're going to make you like sit here and watch this and you yes. can't go anywhere. Yeah. So. Like we watched the original Japanese grudge in an abandoned church and we slept over <laughs> because it was on a dare. So and it wasn't was, a movie. It's a torture test. Yeah, pretty much. So I can't do that. So when they first brought up Supernatural, I was like, guys, I really don't want to do this. Like, just watch the first few episodes. If it's scary, I will tell you to look away. But because of the fact that I wanted to know more about American hunters, yeah. I just... It, I was just like, I want to know. Like, what okay. did they, like, how did this happen? You know what I mean? Right. So, and they yeah. solve the problem. They make the bad thing go away. Exactly. So that's awesome. So that's, uh, like when I was doing my Wikipedia research, oh, I was boy. really fascinated with the whole uh, Chevy Impala thing that they have. Oh, the I have so many models of that car. Do you really? Okay. <laughs> so, uh, so basically, they drive around in the car, right? Mm-hmm. And that's part of like the whole aesthetic of this mid- Midwestern road trip, right? Pretty and much, they kind of yeah. live out of this car? Yeah, pretty much. Like, even the back of their trunk, it looks like a regular trunk, but if you flip up the bottom leather part of the of the thing uh, of the trunk they have all their weapons in there okay like straight up like wooden stakes hammers spell books lots of salt like ready to go <laughs> yeah. yeah is that an element of the show that you like a lot mm-hmm. i really love the i really love the impala i think it's really cool because it it has it has a name his name is the baby it's called baby okay <laughs> and and it's dean's like favorite thing so i love it because sometimes the impala will play a huge role like if you ask any supernatural fan that's like the third actor or third lead is the impala. oh yeah like people People used to say like New York is a character in Sex in the City, but exactly. Baby is a character. In- yeah, pretty okay. much. And um, there have been times where uh, it's been stolen or like it's been possessed and it will just drive away like Knight Rider kind of. And, like, so has stuff. it? Has there been a season cliffhanger where Baby died? No, but it has It got into a pretty bad wreck okay. and it was, it was awful. And Dean pretty much, he fixing up that car is like his way of like relieving stress. When, like, his family gets on his nerves or if he can't solve a case or something like that, he's always working on baby. Okay. So, yeah. Is that a part of the show that you think about in your day-to-day life? Like, do you think of your car as your baby as your Chevy Impala? Yes, but I've also, at one point, even looked up. I was like, I just want to know if, like, someone has this specific, because I don't know the year of the Chevy Impala. I think Wikipedia claims 67, so it may or may not be correct. No, 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 Wikipedia. that's correct, I believe. it's. I knew it was either, I thought it was 65 or 67, so you're on the right track there. Um, I actually tried to look for a 67 Impala because my husband is also a huge fan of Supernatural. Okay. and I wanted to buy him one and I like for like months wow. I was looking in eBay anywhere to find it and obviously there I think they had one auction and it was going for like a hundred thousand dollars something crazy and I was yeah. like yeah and okay never mind how about I just get you this model look how cute and it was cool because it had their license plate on it which pretty much says Kansas but in I think in numbers and letters and and the trunk opens like it's and it full on the seats like it's like his favorite car so okay cool yeah and now for your own car though do you extend any of the romance of no <laughs> of the chevy impala not, do, you, do you imagine that no not as cool what is what is your can i ask what your car is yeah it's a it's a black honda civic i call her selena kyle because <laughs> there are times where she's really good to me and there are other times where she's just off stealing stuff and i'm like what's happening why can't you just be either good or bad pick one <laughs> so yeah she's she means a lot to me because it was my my first my first first car was a 19 19- 1989 Honda Civic and it broke down on me 
all the time. I bet. And I hated that car. And I was, my dad's like, you're not gonna be able to get another car. You're gonna just deal with this one. And I was just, and it finally just died. And I actually just didn't have a car for a while. Okay. So this was the first car, like I went to like a dealership and they were like, these are the cars that are, you know, uh, not as expensive and this and this and this. And so I, I saw her and immediately I was like, yeah, that's my car. <laughs> so you do. Uh, you don't think of it as like a cool car, like the Chevy Impala, but you call yeah. your car her. I do. You've got a name based on the car's personality. Yes. So is that from Supernatural? No. Or would you have done, had that done sort it. of fun relationship with no, your car No, I would have done it for sure without, without Supernatural. But I also feel like um, if something is really important to me, whether it's an object or not, I will probably name it in some way, shape, and form because I'm a nerd. But, you're welcome to name this microphone. I haven't given oh, my microphone's name, so if you'd no, like okay. to name I already my named, microphone. I already named her Stella. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but I feel like it's really cool because I've met other people through Supernatural and yeah. they have named their car something from Supernatural. Oh, because you know they've been inspired by the car mm-hmm. having a name and yeah. that, that relationship with mm-hmm. your ride. Yeah. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Have you ever made a different life decision because of Supernatural? <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, mostly just um, they're really, I don't know why, but I always feel like um, they're when they start to group with somebody, either they're working on a case with somebody like a third party okay. or whatever, there's always alleyways being involved. And I'm always like, what's going on <laughs> with alleyways? And so, I mean, obviously as a female, I try to avoid them anyway. But like for some odd reason, deep down, I'm like, I really wish I had a wooden stake right now just in case or something like that. Like I'm always always thinking of like this monster from this episode could jump out and I really should be prepared um and I used to have a uh, speaking of the Impala I used to have a um Impala that kind of looked like a USB port but it was if you took off the top of the Impala it was like a little taser it's a supernatural branded Mm mm-hmm Impala taser? Yeah. It was Damn, cool. that's cool. I mean, I mean, it wasn't like from, like, it's not like CW was like, hey, buy our oh, taser. Really no, like... no, no. It was like a fan who made it on Etsy who was like, hey, I use this all the time. So it was like on my keys for a while. I use this all the time. Well, okay. yeah, yeah. It's, she meant like just, she has it. I have it on my person all the time. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, I mean, I guess it makes me feel more cautious in the dark. And it also makes me think instead of like, oh, it could just be a random person. I start thinking of like the different monsters and like how I would handle it. I don't know if that makes yeah, it's that, no. Yeah. I, I think that makes a lot of sense. I yeah. have I have some shows that have had that effect on me. Yeah. Um, I played a Call of Cthulhu role playing game for a while that would that my my uh, friend ran really well. Mm-hmm. So it was we were really diligent as players when we went through a room. So yeah. we would really say like we open this door and we mm-hmm. hug this wall. Mm-hmm. And I came home one night from playing that game uh, back when I lived in Minneapolis, and some my apartment had been broken into oh and the door God. was open, and. I, without thinking about it, the the apartment opened into, the back door opened into the kitchen, and yeah. I grabbed a nice, knife, and then, like, I was like, I'm actually doing a pretty good job yeah. of casing my own apartment, and, you Very know, nice. finding the corners and all that. Uh, and then, yeah, when I, I binge watch Walking Dead, and I... Oh, every Then time. you think of exactly, like, oh, if suddenly God. they came running out of this restaurant, which direction would I head? Yeah. Where would I go? All it's that. It's getting bad to that point now, where, like, <laughs> I'll be, like, in a public space and just be like, okay, there's all the exits. If a zombie walked in through that back door, <laughs> I have this, this, and this. Salt shaker might not work. But I love it because it also made me want to have salt all the time, because every demon, ghost, okay. witch, whatever, uh, definitely just... You throw salt. And That's like, like oh an all-purpose thing. They don't yeah. like salt. Oh yeah, it's not. It's not great. And they like they put it. it they put it underneath doors so that they can't get in. And or if they do like a, I want, I want to say transmutation circle, but like a, 
like a signal or not symbol on the ground okay. they'll put it in salt okay or like paint or something that's or, or like holy water like i feel like i started to collect more things even though i'm never probably gonna use it but i know exactly where my salt is like in the kitchen oh, really? or like in the room like i'll go okay if i ever had to like run away from a demon i know for a fact that in this apartment that i'm living in right now it is in <laughs> the cupboard on the right to the fridge and there's also an extra one right next to the the doorway of the kitchen. So. And is this just from being, is it because the show has so soaked into you or yep. is it just you're a person who is prepared? I mean, both. For probably every a eventuality. Bit, probably a little bit of both. But I love that the fact also all they wear in the show is button ups and plaid and it's always open. I've definitely <laughs> bought a lot more plaid since I started watching this show. Be prepared. You yeah. might need some plaid Man, and some salt. I mean, I also didn't know that I looked good in plaid. So thank you, Supernatural. <laughs> uh, what weapon would you have if you could have any weapon? Ooh, from the show? From the show or inspired by it. If somebody <sighs> like came in and just said, you know what? Supernatural is all real and you really should have... Angel Blade. <laughs> Done. That thing is so freaking... And the cult. So they have this gun called the cult, which pretty much can kill anything. Okay. But, but to make the bullets for that gun is really hard to do. Um, but it has... I actually found a replica of it, and I hope my husband doesn't listen to this, but it's his Christmas present. And it's like a full-on replica of the gun. Like, it comes in a wooden box. Wow. It's an actual uh, gun that they fix up and everything. Like, it's It heavy. fires. It is a gun. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can't. The bullets that are in there are not actual bullets. They're okay. like, you know, they're fake. But like, if you put them in there and load it, it will shoot out. But it's like a BB gun kind of. It won't okay. hurt anybody if that makes sense. Yeah. But like, they or also just have hurt them a little bit. Just a little bit. Just a tiny <laughs> bit. But just a little sting. Um. But they also have one that doesn't. Like, it's just it's supposed to be in the case. That's okay. probably the one I'm gonna get them just because I know how my husband is. But um. Uh, but definitely the cult because, like I said, it could kill anything, any monster. It's 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 up for grabs. Okay. Um. And the angel blade, which again, when we start going. Going into the angels and demons kind of territory in the show. Um, there's these metal blades that come out about this. And I love it because you never see them. But when an angel's about to fight, it just falls out of their, like, out of their sleeve. Oh, nice. And you're just like, oh, okay. Crap's about to go down. All right, here we go. And, like, they pretty much, you if you stab somebody, it goes all the way through. And then, like, light starts to shimmer. Oh, and nice. then you see them die. It's crazy. So... You can kill demons and angels with it, for sure. I think you can probably kill humans with it, but the, obviously it's not as theatrical. Um, <laughs> but it's pretty cool because they use it for every fight. Okay. Yeah. And if you had to just, like, make one up, like, it, the mm. world of Supernatural is real, but you couldn't use, like, because th- they have their angel sword and their cult, and they're like, hey, you join us, but you have your own weapon. Oh, man. I'd probably make salt bullets <laughs> and use them in something that was a little bit more rapid not like an ak-47 but something a little bit faster than that because i know they have like they have like salt salt bullets for their shotgun that they have okay but i would want something a little bit more like like that would put out more rounds okay i just, like rapid yeah. fire saltines. <laughs> yeah <laughs> just like throw saltines at them it'll be fine um but yeah so that's how i see it and definitely something with holy water just like a like a massive hose of holy water. I don't know. I know. I, I like this very much. The uh, <laughs> salt machine gun and, and the holy hose. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That would be me. We're going to move on to our how obsessed are you questions. So these are questions I that I ask that everybody. <laughs> well, I, I think you're pretty obsessed, Aww. but we'll just we'll see at the end here. Uh, do you think about Supernatural every day? Oh, man. I try not to. 
Like you um, actively try not to think about it? Yeah, because it has definitely come up in conversation way too much sometimes where like someone will be talking about something. Oh, that kind of happened in a Supernatural episode and push up my glasses and yeah. <laughs> and they're like, okay, Alexis, we get it. You like Supernatural. It's it's died down a little bit since um, I have to, stri- like I'm not binging it like yeah. I did before. So obviously when you're binging something, it just kind of comes out. Yeah. Um, but now it's a little bit different where I'm like, guys, can I just... I just need, it's, I know we're all hanging out, but can I have like a supernatural, like just splurged out moment? They're like, all right, Alexis, go. And I'll talk about it. And then they'll either watch the episode like a few days later and they'll go, okay, I know what you mean. I'm like, right? Okay, we can talk about this now. This is about opinions is what you're saying. Pretty much. Pretty much. Okay. <laughs> I need to know. But, um, but I do think about it because sometimes stuff comes up in like another show where yeah. someone will bring up something and I'll totally relate it to supernatural every time. What about if you're just on vacation and it's not about chatting with about television with friends but it's just like in your own internal life uh, sometimes because um i'll just i'll just be sitting there and i'll see something that happens in front of me and i'm like oh, that could be a skin that could be a skin crawler <laughs> and, Neil's like, and my husband's like really honey and i'm like you should be thinking about this too you also helped me get back into the show because for a while i stopped watching because oh like, this your, is your interest died like dean or sam yeah pretty but it pretty was hardcore. resurrected by your husband yep because he's a he, he and he actually has some of them on like box sets and okay. I didn't know that until we started dating and I was like oh and he's like are you a supernatural fan do you want to watch an episode hey let's eat and, and that's like was our, our dinner show for a while oh, like, nice. we'd sit and eat dinner and watch it so at one point that's all we talked about early <laughs> when we were dating um, but yeah they're just I don't know what it is like sometimes I'll just see something like out of the corner of my eye and be like oh it's a ghost or yeah. even because I also believe in ghosts sometimes it kind of warps with my mind a little bit because I'm like, no, this is fiction. Like, obviously, they're stemming it from something else. Yeah. So I try not to. I try not to sometimes because it really freaks me out and I can't sleep. So. Yeah. But it sounds like you're a person who relates real life to your mm-hmm. media experience because it's a big part of your life. Yeah. So it's natural that you watch 13 seasons of this. Yeah. You're going to have lots of pretty much everything is going to remind you of something from Supernatural. Pretty much. Especially with, again, if I'm wearing plaid, I'm like, oh yeah, Dean would be so proud of me. <laughs> Do you have anything that reminds you of poor Sam? Like when you make a bad decision, are you like, ah, I was like Sam? No, there there is stuff, like sometimes if I call my husband in a certain way, it sounds like Sam. So he'll be like, okay, okay, Sam. All right, I see you over there. And I'm just like, come on, Dean. Like it's, yeah, because that's what they call us is that Neil's Dean and I'm Sam. Did you, I don't want to get into it because it's oh. really weird, but did you know that fans, because they're like, they're like ridiculously crazy that they made, they have ships, which we all know yes. about, but they actually did one that's called Wincest. Okay, so and they want the brothers to be some, as Some one. of them do. They want them to be romantically involved. I'm like, okay, that's where I'm like, mm, nope, just going to cut you guys off there. Is that's this from a perspective of, hey, we ship everything and these are the people of the ship. Is there a level of irony? Or are there people who have like their, I'm serious, I have an argument for why this one. actually works? I mean, I think, ugh, I don't know. I think it's a mixture of both because I feel like there are some people who just see them together all the time that they just, they feel like there is a, a, a deeper connection than being brothers, which I think yeah, is... Yeah, it's pretty deep already. Uh, yeah, I was like, <laughs> yeah, I was like, you're already brothers. I feel like that's like, that's it. That's end game. Like, I yeah. feel like it shouldn't go any further. Yeah, um, they're brothers also, and they work together. Yeah. What um, more do you want? And they fight all the time. I just, I don't know. <laughs> and, and, you know, siblings. But at the same time, there's also like, I love it because they brought it up in an interview at one of the Supernatural cons. That they're like, hey, why is there not a lot of female characters? Which there isn't, actually, um, in the show. They're like, well, the fans were getting upset because the boys were hanging around too many females. So the writers were like, fine, we'll just stop putting them in. So this is really? all. And, he even, and the actor who plays Dean was like, this is what you asked for. 
Okay, so... And I was like, whoa. Has it gotten better since the I calling mean, out of Dean? I mean, here and there. I mean, but the thing is, like, some... some I love it because it's split. Because some fans were like, yes, we like it this way. And there were other fans that are like, what is going on? Like, why is there just no really cool female characters in this, like, ever? Yeah. We get, like, maybe one a season, if that, sometimes. They're mostly just by themselves all the time. <laughs> and I'm just like, I want more development with the lady. So that's why Billy, who plays Death, is huge for me. Because I'm like, we got a good one, guys. Let's keep her. You yeah, know, yeah. Thing. You can't be more prominent than Death, right? Yeah, because they either die or they just move on and you never see them again. And it okay. sucks. Yeah, that does suck. Yeah. Winchester, because their last name is Winchester, right? Yep. Is that, okay. Yep. Oh, all right, so my next How Obsessed Are You question when people walk into your home, can they tell you're obsessed with Supernatural? I have a whole shelf dedicated to Supernatural stuff. <laughs> so, yes, I have pop figures. Okay. I have an actual replica that's pretty much the size of your table of the Impala. The that's doors, big. Doors open, trunk opens, everything. Little weapons inside the trunk? No, I really want to put some in there, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, we have the box sets in there. We have... Um, I DVDs, have a, I would imagine? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have... Uh, I have, like, two other little tiny Impalas. I have a Castile dress I was going to wear today, but I didn't do it. Um, uh, Castile, is that a brand or a style? No, that's a person. He's an oh, angel oh, okay. in the show. Oh, okay, Castile dress. Okay. Yeah, ca- oh, yeah, Castile. Yeah, yeah, Castile. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's, okay. he's an angel who actually thought, the actor, uh, Misha Collins, thought he was going to be, like, a one-off character. Oh, like, yeah. yeah, Misha Collins, I know that yeah. guy. Yeah. I mean, on, on the Twitters. Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot we that We don't hang. Yeah, but, I mean, that'd be cool. Um, but he... His character, who has this trench coat, kind of like Constantine's, uh, okay. they made it into a dress. So, or oh, nice. for, for us ladies. So I have one of those. I wear it very frequently. I actually have a shirt that has all, like, just the boys on there. <laughs> but I have, like, different figures and stuff. I have shirts. I have socks. I have, I'm actually thinking if you can't, I mean, people who are listening can't see, but I have tattoos on my body, but I'm actually going to get a supernatural tattoo okay. on me at some point. That so. was going to be one of my how yeah. obsessed are you questions. So let's talk about that. Yeah. So obviously people would be able to figure out you like supernatural if they walked in your home. But now, just if they see... Uh, are you going to get the tattoo on your arm? Are you going to get in a place mm-hmm. that people see a lot? Yes, because the tattoo that they have, the, the boys have, is on their chest. Okay. I don't want it there. <laughs> <laughs> so I will probably have it on my shoulder, um, which is the pentagram sun one that they has, and it's used for protection. Okay. So I've always wanted like a tiny one, like somewhere on my arm, but after getting this tattoo, um, which is a full metal alchemist tattoo on my forearm, okay. it hurt so bad so i was like nope i'm gonna move it to my shoulder because it doesn't hurt as much there but i will definitely get that for sure and i love that they're not like it's not like really an opening theme because they don't have one but they do it for every start of the season and end of the season they play kansas carry on my wayward son okay and i have so many versions of that song in my phone just listening (laughs) to it and it immediately brings me supernatural flurries of happiness oh that's awesome so mm-hmm. this uh the tattoo is one that they have on their chest for actual protection yep. is it is it part of the like the logo of the show uh, it's in a lot of their merchandise that's okay sure. so i think i've probably just seen yeah, it yeah. you know it pretty much looks like a sun stuff. with like star like okay a pentagram great. inside of it so when you get that mm-hmm. will it have just the meaning of this is an image from this show that i love and that my husband loves mm-hmm. or is it for you like a a level of using it the way they use it in both, the show both for okay sure. Yeah, I, I, I think, at least in my head, I'm like, those boys have come back literally from hell and back again. <laughs> um, but I also think that it's really cool that, uh, I mean, I need to do more research on the actual symbol, but the fact that it's 
one I think um, I've always liked the symbol of the sun, uh, especially because I come from the Philippines and our flag has a sun in it. Okay, um, cool. So it means a lot to me. I also think that I'm really intrigued about different religions and stuff. So the pentagram is has a whole different history. So I think it's really cool that they combined it and it kind of brings two personalities for me. So I can I can see it for myself as being protection for me. Okay, cool. And but also just because <laughs> the show's awesome. So, <laughs> so it works. Awesome and terrible at the same time. Two levels. Time. Yeah. Uh, you've mentioned uh, this is a quick tangent, and we'll get back to my how obsessed are yeah, your questions. Yeah. You you've mentioned. And you mentioned right before we're recording that you have a love-hate relationship. I'm not hearing much hate. I'm hearing a, like you're meh on Sam compared I mean, to Dean. But besides that, I haven't heard much negativity. Well, I guess you told me to skip entire seasons. They're they're oh, like the I've always I said in the beginning of this podcast that the writing's very good, but there are definitely seasons where I'm just like that was absolute garbage. Like okay. there's I think it's season six and it's all Leviathan stuff. Just skip it. It's absolute okay. horse crap. It's just it doesn't make sense as doesn't really it also doesn't give enough for the acting chop for the boys or for the actors and it's just it's not good and same thing with the i mean i liked it just because the fact that we got to go a whole level higher with god's sister and trying to figure that out and kind of seeing that god has to deal with siblings because i mean uh siblings in general and also dealing with the angels and lucifer it was like throwing everything into of the of of the bible and trying to like throwing it up against the wall because most of the time i was just like where where did you find this how did you come up with like you know what would be great guys let's do chuck again let's have god back uh but we're gonna bring a sister in the mix and make her just chaotic and i was like we finally get a female character and you're gonna make her go i want revenge and just like (laughs) causes mayhem and also like how she was made too because she was born because she couldn't go back into her old body so she had to be reborn okay so she was like a baby but she was like a rapid growing baby so like randomly because you know you can't have a baby on set yeah so like oh we had her from one like the finale of last season and then she was a toddler and now she's a a, a child and now she's a teenager okay. and now she's a grown woman who's falling in love with dean oh like it made me so angry i was like what is this okay so yeah so there are chunks where you feel like it was not as strong but are you you're just are you generally a person who, like, once you love something, you, like a family member, you will put up with some of their flaws yep. because you love the person? Yeah. You I love mean, the TV show Supernatural, so it can let you down every once in a while. And you'll just I say, mean, come on, come on. Fans have definitely gotten mad at me or unfollowed me because they're like, you're really harsh on the show. I'm like, because I love it so much, guys. And I'm I want it to be to, best. I, it can yeah. be better. Um, <laughs> but there are times where I'm literally like, this episode had it has no significance. It didn't do anything. We didn't get to see anything. We just, ugh. and then like people are just like, I think you're taking it a little too far. I'm like, no, they had this in this part of the season and then they brought it down and and like people are just like, you are way too <laughs> animated about that. I'm like, I just, I just know they can do better. Okay. So, yeah. Continuing on the family theme, no would way. you fight with a family member about Supernatural? Like, if they said, this is awful, it's bad, it's always been bad, you should stop watching it, you're wasting your time, you're, what, you're going to get a tattoo of that? If they really came at you, would you fight with them? A little bit. Probably not too much. I would tell them, like, it's my body, I can do whatever I want, with the ta- <laughs> well, at least with the tattoo. Fair enough, yeah. But if they're like, how, you know, like, why do you watch that garbage? Which I've definitely gotten into, fun. not with, like, my immediate family, but definitely with, like, cousins down, like, you know, who watched the, who've watched the show. Yeah. They're like, oh, it's awful. It's just a bunch of these, like, soup, soap opera looking guys just, like, fighting. I'm like, it's not, uh, it's more like bargaining, not really, like, full on arguing. It's like, okay. But they have 
this. I mean, I know what you mean. That episode was crap, but like they have this, this, and this. Did so you're you trying watch? to kind of judo throw them, yeah. Yeah, it's kind of like Jedi mind trick them. It's like, have you actually watched this season? <laughs> yeah. So it's it's one of those that I know that it has flaws. It's just like you know, like that one friend who gets drunk at parties, and you're like, okay, look, he's a really good guy. He's just being a little bit of a butthole right now yeah. because he's drunk. Supernatural's like that. He has really Season good... Season six is a bit of a butthole. Yeah, yeah, pretty, 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 like, the depths of a butthole. Like, it's it's rough. Um, But yeah, I feel like I've, def- I've definitely gotten into heated arguments about Supernatural. Okay, so you're passionate about enough. It means enough to you that if mm-hmm. somebody came at like because that's that other part of family of like you can make fun of your family yeah or be disappointed in them yeah. but if somebody else comes at you and oh, just says yeah your family your favorite tv show is garbage mm-hmm. you're passionate enough to fight oh, yeah. back oh yeah it's happened like i said i've, I've lost i've lost some good people <laughs> <laughs> in the supernatural in the supernatural war fair enough if you were gonna watch a new episode of supernatural but a bear came into your home and stole the television remote would you try to get it back from the bear or would you just let the bear take nope, it? Nope, the bear can take it. <laughs> I'm like, hey, you know what? We got off on the wrong foot. You can just take that. I will just I will just live without TV. It's fine. <laughs> what if it was some sort of magic bear and by taking the remote, you would never see Supernatural again? That, that oh. bear was just making the choice for you. It was taking Supernatural from you. Now, like, this oh, is a fascinating question to, for me because you are trained you could use martial arts against a bear perhaps i don't know is it I don't weird know that i got really arts. excited <laughs> that i got to fight a bear um <laughs> yeah no you can't you can't take it away from me for too long because i'll start to miss it so yeah. if it's like oh you can never watch it again i'm like all right well tell my parents i love them um <laughs> if i die during this tell them i fought a bear yeah dive in. <laughs> i'm just gonna dive in and yeah. uh do you have like you were talking so much about being uh prepared and mindful as you walked down the street of like what threats could mm-hmm. come You've got all this martial arts training. In your mind, are you like, are you ready for a move you would use on a bear? No. <laughs> I would love to. I think, obviously, I would try to go behind, like, from the back. Okay, and, so you are thinking about like, it. Like, that's obviously. the only thing I can think of is, like, stay away from the mouth right. <laughs> and the and the claws. So see if you can go behind. And do, like, a half Ka- Nelson? or Yeah, kind of, if you can. <laughs> or just kind of, like, find an object, go around, and see if he'll bite onto that oh, object yeah. and kind of ride it like a bull. And hopefully you can, like twist its neck and then it will die so that maybe was graphic I, sorry no, no, that's great i will change that question to would you try to ride a bear from I'd the back in order to I'd, get this thing you love i would, I would do it <laughs> especially if it took my impala that was expensive <laughs> if every time you watch supernatural a monster appeared somewhere else in the world would you still watch supernatural yeah because <laughs> i want to see what would happen hopefully yeah. no one would die if it was like something that like killed humans, maybe not. But if I feel like I just think it'd be really cool to find an actual vampire or find Oh um, really? Like I think it'd be cool research wise. Like where did you come from? Yeah. What do you do? Have you been hiding this entire time? Like how does What how is that... your okay. Yeah, you know what I mean? I mean, again, I'm not a fan of hellhounds. That would suck because they literally <laughs> just find someone where they've like yeah. made a deal with the devil. But I also think it's really cool because they brought up something with crossroads too, where a demon will come and you can um I can't remember that uh blues musician robert johnson yeah where he like said that he made a deal at a crossroads yeah. and yeah so and i love it because they brought it up in an episode oh did they reference robert mm-hmm. johnson in particular mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. great it was a great episode it was really cool um and dean was like the first person who was like you don't know what like because sam didn't know what it was and he's like how are we related like it was really cool <laughs> um but they brought it up and dean had to make 
um, a deal with a demon because I think Sam was dying or somebody was getting hurt and he actually stood in a crossroad and oh, actually did nice. it. nice. It was cool. So, like, I would like to know, like, what's the hierarchy if you are a demon in yeah. hell or, like, an angel? Because I also love the fact that this show doesn't give everyone a good and evil side. Right. Everyone has both. So there are angels that are absolutely terrible people and or some actually most of the time i think angels are actually kind of crappy in this show like they really show that but there also are some demons who are just like i mean we we're here to just mostly torture you but there are some that are like i don't want this life anymore i just want to just you know control humans and leave it at yeah that. you know but no killing that's so, cool so yeah so i would like to see like how that would play out if it was actually happening, if there was an actual Chupacabra running around. So like, this would be a bonus, that you sit down to watch an I episode of Supernatural, and then you watch the news to see if there's a Chupacabra that would somewhere in Minnesota, I'd and you'd be it. like, cool. I'd be like, okay, great. I'm going to call somebody and be like, hey, this is how you handle this. Good <laughs> here's luck. Here's my holy hose. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'd be like, all right, here, here's a holy hose. It's going to cost you this much. I'm going to ship it out to you tomorrow. You got this. Okay. Form up. <laughs> I ask everyone to make a noise to sum up their obsession. What noise can you make to sum up your love of Supernatural? Or your... Oh, that's... Oh, really? I mean, that's kind of it, because it's like... It's like chilling, because of the fact that it's... Like, something happens. Because the, the thing with Supernatural, after a while, when it was starting to get kind of annoying, because the story wasn't going anywhere yeah. and stuff, like, especially, like, season 10... I was sitting there just like... It was mostly a facepalm noise for a really long time. <laughs> but... The cool, the the crazy thing about supernatural writers is sometimes at the very end of an episode they just hook you back in. So I'm like, like it's that's like my noise. Every do you time. think they do that on purpose? Or I that... have no idea. If they do, they're geniuses. They need to like. They, I think their show, even though they've been running for 13 seasons, doesn't even have an Emmy. Wow. So clearly, and, they and need to do something. Any end in sight for the show? I personally think that they're going to end in season 14. Okay. One because. Jensen and Jared are like, we're kind of kind of done, guys. Yeah, We've been doing this been for a long 13. time. Yeah, and I mean, they can go on and do other things, but they, they can do this. They can be these guys at conventions forever, right? And they, they, can and they interact have. with the fans forever. Yeah, I just feel like they've hit that point because one, um, Jared Padalecki has met his wife on on set like okay. she was playing like a character they fell in love they have like two kids i think jensen had to do the same thing at one point like they've they've started when they were very young found their love life or the love of their lives have children together like they both have two kids <laughs> they were in each other's weddings like i think yeah. that they've hit that like roller coaster of life together and i think they've hit that point of like we kind of just want to retire in texas with our families <laughs> off of supernatural money um i mean a few of the the main actors have already left okay uh, besides obviously the boys but i think they've also hit that point where they just want to be home and i don't blame them as a person who's in media i get that now yeah. i think if i was still a teenager watching this i'm like don't end no don't do it um but now i'm like yeah i totally get it just yeah you know being home especially because a lot of them are doing trying to do more stuff outside of supernatural but it always ends up bringing them back which i don't blame them because the fans are so great so. would you still watch if they replaced them if it was like a total you know this is an old they're, reference but dukes of hazard things but their cousins came in i mean it'd be very interesting because they're they do have another brother in the show okay but he's in hell uh being trapped and we i love it because it's like a running theme with the fans We're like where's adam why haven't they broke them out of hell yet um so that i wouldn't mind following him or following other hunters like i wouldn't mind like a mini series i don't know okay. about a full season you don't need it all all right yeah i asked people to rate their obsessions on a scale of one to seven just because i like seven seven's nice. the highest one is the lowest seven is my second favorite number what's your first three three 
Yeah. Awesome. Uh, so out of uh, seven, let's say, uh, salt shotguns, uh, how, how obsessed are you? One I to seven. Know. I feel like after you listen to me, I'm probably on a seven. But to me, because I say such horrible crap about this show sometimes, I would say probably a six. It's not perfect. Okay. Yeah. And do you feel like for your definition of obsession, it is a positive thing? Like it has to be a positive thing? No. Or I've, if you spend a lot of time investing in being mad about it, you're still obsessed. Yeah, I guess that's true, isn't it? So I didn't even think about that because I do <laughs> technically, like, I can rant about it, but also praise it at the same time, yeah. which I pretty much did in our in our in this entire podcast. <laughs> yes. So yeah, okay. So I might change it to a seven because um, I really appreciate the people in my life who the show has introduced me to which are now like my best friends and we've all they've all seen it which is crazy but they've seen it at different parts of their lives and then we just kind of came together towards the end which is crazy but it is a glue in in your life yeah because we it comes up quite a bit in conversation when we haven't even seen an episode yet it just like someone will just reference something and then we all just start gushing about it for like two hours. It's kind of crazy. <laughs> yeah. Or arguing about it. It doesn't matter. <laughs> and it sounds like obviously you watch other things with your husband too, but it sounds yeah. like it was important to no, your relationship. No, actually every October we watch we watch from season one and on because... You his, rewatch. Mm-hmm, because... Even the one that you said is the depth of a butthole, I mean, you rewatch. I mean, I don't really watch those seasons. I skip okay. them. But, uh, but the ones, at least one through five, because those are, that's my husband's favorite seasons, and they're my favorite too. Okay. Um, that we'll watch those, because every October he has a thing where, since we started dating, or since we've been together, um, he watches a ho- something horror all of October, okay. every day. And because I can't watch... Any uh, movies, Supernatural is the only thing I'm allowed to watch. <laughs> but he's he's excited because he's like, yeah, I want to watch it. So okay, I think you have a, a good, healthy obsession. Like you, Yay. you, you're very articulate and thoughtful about what is good and bad about the show and why you like it, and mm. very thoughtful reasons to like it. I, I probably love... lost like all my followers. <laughs> <laughs> I doubt it. I just uh, threw them all into a, a butthole, <laughs> the depths of a butthole, in the back of a Chevy Impala. <laughs> Uh, so where can people find you on social media? Oh gosh, uh, you guys can, like, everybody can find me at atorres890, that's literally Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Smoke Signal, whatever. Uh, <laughs> it's at atorres890, it's A-T-O-R-R-E-S 890. And, uh, you're on any of the After Buzz shows now? Yep, the Supernatural After Show! <laughs> After Buzz. Um, I have two awesome co-hosts that are also ladies who love it. Uh, her and I are, like, one, um, Lucretia Lyon is someone I argue with all the time. Because she's a she's also a Dean lover, but she has, like, other things, so we argue all the time. Okay. And we have a newbie on our show, like, she's never watched it, wow. so she's watching it with us. So we, like, kind of bring her up to speed a lot. It's very interesting. Um, but so we do that. Um, I'm also doing, the as I mentioned earlier, the Lethal Weapon After Show. Nice. Which is really, really great. And then I believe that's pretty much it for now. I'm taking it very easy since I got married this year. Yeah, so. yeah. That's uh, understandable. Spend yeah. some time oh, with your with your fella. Yeah. So here's some quick plugs for this show, and then we'll do our final questions. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. is at Joseph Scrimshaw. You can follow Obsessed Podcast on Twitter and Facebook is at Obsessed Podcast. You can also check out my Star Wars podcast feed, Force Center. I'm wearing a t-shirt for it right now, so it must be good. <laughs> for info on all my upcoming shows and comedy albums, you can check out my website at josephscrimshaw.com. We've got a lot of live Obsessed coming up. We have one in Minneapolis in December and one in San Francisco as part of the SF Sketch Fest in January. That's awesome. You can support Obsessed by backing us on Patreon for as little as $1 a month. You get access to our monthly patron-only bonus episode 
episode where my wife Sarah and I discuss something we're obsessed with in the moment. Who knows? Maybe we will become obsessed with Supernatural. Don't do it. Run away. <laughs> <laughs> For full info on that, go to patreon.com slash Joseph Scrimshaw. Uh, so you wouldn't suggest no, binging I w- 13 seasons I, of Supernatural. Maybe not 13 seasons. I definitely, I always tell people if you're going to get into Supernatural, watch one through five. You okay. can definitely tell a difference from Eric Kripke when he was like, full hands-on on the show to yeah. six and on. It's kind of crazy. And it was actually the perfect amount. Like, you, if you watch the finale of season five, it looks like, okay, we've like, we're done. Bye. Nope. <laughs> and then the depths of a butthole. Yeah. Oh, God, that season was awful. <laughs> Stupid uh, Leviathans. All right, here's the, our final questions. are just fun, weird questions. If you could have a cool middle name, like Danger, and people actually <laughs> called you that, what would it be? Oh, man. Um... Oh my god, that's a lot. There's a lot. There's a lot in that question. <laughs> it really is. Um, does mysterious count? I yeah. don't like to like let my cards all out at play. I like to like. Would you want it to just be mysterious, or would you want it to be like Mysterio? Ooh, Mysterio. Alexis for sure. Mysterio Taurus. Yeah. Oh, that sounds great. <laughs> it's better than mystical because I think that might be too much. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I will totally take that one. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. If you could teleport to just one place on earth like you could always teleport anytime you wanted to but you only arrived at this one specific place where would you want to teleport to hobbiton (laughs) i'm a huge lord of the rings fan a lord of the rings fan so just hanging out in hobbiton like if it's like i'm super stressed out don't want to be at work go to hobbiton just hang out i would be the happiest person do you mean the like shooting locations or actual hobbiton both i mean technically they made because they made hobbiton in new zealand now so it's technically there i don't think anyone's just hanging out there except for the person who does tours but i know so like they left it all up so you can they built it yeah they built it mm -hmm. people have gotten married there engaged there they do tours i know i've seen pictures because i know uh, a friend of mine uh, trisha hershberger has gone on her honeymoon to new zealand oh nice and they do tours there and the houses are there i think you can open doors and like walk in because i think for the hobbit they actually built it into the ground there yeah Mm -hmm. can you eat there because that's the main thing i think of like having breakfast there Uh, that would be Huh, elevensies down. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. But I know for a fact, whether it was the actual Hobbiton where I could just hang out with actual hobbits and drink <laughs> ale and eat food, that would be great. But if it was just like, no, if you want to just visit the location yeah. in New Zealand, also okay. Just pop in for a moment of zen. That's really smart. Yeah. The final question for everyone on the podcast is, what is happiness? Ooh. Um, happiness is when you can look at even the smallest of problems and breathe I okay think. at least to me because as a person who deals with anxiety all the time yeah. it's very hard for me to find happiness but i feel like if i can conquer a small thing and get a small victory out of that i i shouldn't have to really like complain about it i feel like i've accomplished something and i can be happy about yeah. it. yeah is that just a reminder that you that problems can be solved mm-hmm. If you focus and concentrate and all that. Yeah, because I feel like as a person who deals with like crippling social anxiety, I always feel like there's always problems happening all the time. So I feel like, oh, I can't do anything about it. I have no control. But I feel like if I if I do that one thing, I I can do anything. Okay, that's inspiring because I had a week of being annoyed by like uh, my to do list. Like a lot of things I'm trying to do are things where like. I can't do this alone. I need other people to get back to me or I need this other thing in the world to fall into place. Totally. So I feel like, you know, the, those times where you feel a little powerless. Yeah. And that's a great way to look at it. Of just like, if I get one little thing done, you did that's it. a reminder and I can be happy. Yeah. Cause and I, mean, I can just go to Hobbiton in my mind. And hey, and it's great. <laughs> I just feel like, you know, as a, as two people who have to deal with media all the time, yeah. it's a circus. It's insane. But 
if you look at your week and you did one thing off of your to-do list for the week, even though it sounds ridiculous because you're yeah. like, there's a lot on my list. I'm like, no, but you could have actually just not done anything. Yeah. <laughs> you could have been like, no, I didn't get anything done. But you got that one thing done and that's huge. That is great. That's yeah. a great answer. Thank you so much for doing the podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. Absolutely. That is our <laughs> podcast. You've been listening to Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest shared some stories with the rest. Rate five stars if you're impressed. So these are my two favorite lines. They're pretty similar. But when anytime Dean gets upset, he goes, son of a bitch. And obviously when they're in the car and they're having a moment, just the two of them together, Sam goes, ass. And Dean goes, bitch. (laughs) 